and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And this week, we're going to be drafting. What are we drafting, Mr. Rubel? Women wrestlers. That's right. The ladies. For ultimate, for three ultimate women's cards. Hmm. Oh, Jim Cornette's well, wet dream. Somewhere Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn are like, <laughs> foaming at the mouth. It's an evolution, baby. It's a mystery. You know, we're going to empower because they did it right. There it is. Uh, we have some NXT we'll news. We're actually be talking about WWE this week. I know the guys don't want to, but we kind of have to for a bit. We'll talk about the couple things that matter. Yes. Uh, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. I'm actually morbidly fascinated in Play-Doh NXT this week. All right. I can't wait to see it. And the chosen one, Mike Wubel. 25 years ago today, gentlemen, the world lost Tupac Shakur. Oh, wow. Is that today? It is today. Mm, I remember that was a huge thing. Yeah. Six days after he was shot. Yeah. After a Mike Tyson fight My, in Las uh, Vegas. That was a weird uh, next day at school. I was very young, did not listen to Tupac at the time, but I remember it was very, very weird at school. The people who I knew did were quiet. I it was, was a quiet day. I was 16, so that was my um, that was the start of my junior year, mm. Mm. and um, so rap a huge thing to high school kids, especially that time. Especially that time, yeah. Jesus. So that was a huge deal. There was a lot of talk about the next day, a lot of discussion. Yeah, I remember that well. I don't have that much of a memory of it. I, I just remember the. Well, you were like a bit on the young side. The uh, ten at ten on MTV, like the constant loop of. Yep. Kurt Lorder showing Kurt up. Kurt Lorder. Just yeah. bringing that up. Uh, craziness, man. Trevor Tupac song, Corey. Um, you know, I don't know the name of it, but you played it for me in the car once on the way back from a, a show. It's about a... Uh, Burning got a baby. That's the one. That's the one. So I remember I played it, it for you. I played He had never heard it or something. And it got done. He was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was intense. That song was supposed to be a verse on a digital underground song. And they heard it, and he was like, yeah, we can't have that on this song. Like, we can't compete with that. Yeah, so it became it. the single off his first album. Do it right. Tupac Lips Now. Um, but keep your head up. Yep. That's one everybody knows. Just let's just, just do it today. Yeah. Uh, California. Him and Dre. Of course, yeah, of course, him and Dre. Ambitions is a rider. Um, of course, hit him up. Maybe the greatest diss song of all time. <laughs> That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. I loved, That's how the song starts. I loved. I don't know. I don't know if I loved Tupac's rhymes more, or just the story of Tupac. I was really like the, into the, the person of Tupac. Yeah, just the person, the shit that he went through in his life, and the crap that he did, and I mean, just a fucking compelling ass dude. Well, he was an actor when he was younger. He went to a performing arts high school in Baltimore. Why not? His his mother was a, was a Black Panther. Black Panther, and yeah. in his jail time, and all the stories, all the crap he went through in the nineties, even just a very compelling dude. Yeah, and I was very interested in his story. You gotta. I always think about what like he would be, like the voice he would have right now in our climate. Think he would still be? He'd be such a powerful voice in the do black you think community. He would be? Black community, yes. Hip hop. Think so? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I think he would be looked upon as somebody like, uh, like, um, uh, what's, uh, I just had the name. 
Not as somebody who is necessarily still putting out albums, but kind of like a spokesman, like, like an elder statesman. Well, they need a new one after Africa Bombada the other day. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Right now, the best we have is KRS-One. And, well, <laughs> uh, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't know enough. I would like to think he would be because he was so I don't think good. Trump would not have happened if Tupac was alive. <sighs> Probably. Can you say the same about someone who will inevitably talk about next spring? Um, uh, I, don't I don't think he would be his as... His impact, I don't think, on the world would have been as, as felt. But inside hip-hop, maybe? So, I mean, most people think he's better than Tupac. Yeah. It's a hot take, pretty much, to have to say that Tupac is the, the greatest rapper of all time. I think a lot of people think it's Biggie. What... Uh, before, I know we're getting to- totally sidetracked. I thought it was important. But this is an interesting conversation to me. What do you think draws people more to Biggie than Tupac? Because... I, from what I've noticed with people that I know who like him, it's the serious hip hop fans who love Tupac and hold him in such regard. But the uh, but the masses. Seem Biggie to, was a better lyricist. Yeah, uh, I like Tupac's songs better, but I think Biggie's a better rapper. Do you think Puff Daddy's production and, and the Shimmer and the Shine and all that helps with the? Because it seems like the general masses are more flocked to Biggie and his stuff. It's cleaner. It's poppier. Yeah, so there was uh, I mean, if you just listened to, like, Tupac's greatest hits, like, the production isn't polished, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. I kind of like that. Um, Biggie's is way more of a professional sound, for sure. I think that helps, especially with the radio hits he had. Well, he had uh, Diddy Spectre producing his shit. All he, all he did was take hits from the 80s. <laughs> and I was trying to think. I don't think Tupac ever had any, like, direct interaction with wrestling. I know he was friends with Tyson, so Tyson, it's kind of a, a parallel to wrestling, you know. There's kind of that connection. But I don't think Tupac ever did anything with wrestling. Nothing. that It would have been weird. I know he knew Ron Killings, because there's that picture. Yeah. He did know Ron Killings. Yeah. That's right. Which is fucking weird, dude. You know how weird that is? The fact that Ron Killings looks the same age now as that picture, just different hair? He's, like... You you know Tupac? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> right? It's like best friends with like Marlon Wayans. It's weird. This shit's crazy, dude. It's weird. R.I.P. Tupac. I felt it was important. Yeah. No, I mean, it'd be a huge... He's a cultural uh, figure of my generation, to be sure. Um, God, what a story, man. I know you don't Holy like him, but, shit, but I equated it as uh, Tupac and Cobain were like the two... Oh, no, for sure. Voices of that generation. And uh, Tupac's story, I think, got a little bigger because he's, he's alive for six days. You yeah. know, people woke up to Cobain being dead. Yeah. Tupac, there was like this drawn out grieving process. And then well, he, he wasn't going to finish. Finally died. Because I, I remember, I vividly remember days where, we, from what we'd heard, oh, he's going to be okay. Uh, he was shot two years before that. Right. And was like, nah, I'm cool. But I remember that time. Went oh, to prison the day after being shot. He's going to be okay. And then the next day he was dead. Yeah. And it was like, whoa. I mean, uh, Snoop and Dre have talked about, like, uh, Snoop was one of the last people to see him. And uh, he was talking to him, and he could feel, like, like he saw Tupac's eyes, like, moving. You know, he was in a coma. Like, you could tell he, he could, he wanted to, he was fighting. Out. He was fighting so hard. I have a theory, before we get to the wrestling, that to me, the reason I don't like hip-hop mm-hmm. as much now as I did back then, is there was so much, like, you could... It's like the Monday Night War stories in a way. It was WCW Duff. You could feel the hatred and drama between the East Coast and West Coast rap thing. 
the whole gang warfares. But like wrestling, it was so manufactured. It wasn't yeah, real. <laughs> no, I know. But that's not what matters. Yeah. It's what you what you get force fed on MTV and the Video Music Awards and, and the vibe of the magazine and all that crap. You got a um, love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... That shit was... It felt so genuine and real, right? I lived in the South at the time, and there were people, like... Uh, there was straight up Biggie camps, straight up Tupac camps, man. It's, that's don't, what it was. Don't want it to, was. Uh, don't want to say the other... It was Death Row. It or, was. Uh, death Row and crazy, Bad Boy. Crazy, yeah, dude. It was, it was Death Row and Bad Boy. Dun, dun. Bam. I mean, I've known how to throw out West Side since I was six years old, dude. You know it's, what I mean? It's, uh... And we were all West Side because, you know, Oregon. Yep. Nope. Seems to be the West, I mean, West Coast. Coast is the best coast. Yeah. So. That's what they say. East Coast is the least coast. The least coast, baby. But anyway, yeah. No, that's. It was vivid. Five years. Jesus. Vivid. Christ. I'm old. <laughs> and let's get to some rest. I'm so old. I was also alive when John Lennon was alive. Kept that going for you. Yep. I'm old. Yeah. You're so old that uh, Magic Johnson didn't have AIDS yet. He might have. I mean, it's fair. That guy he might have. the producer. He might have. I know, I know work, but who knows how long he had it before he got, you know. Got, he got, you okay, producer? She's okay. Why do Easy e and Patrick Johnson have it come? <laughs> Corey's been long enough for them not to. Turn, turn fruits into vegetables. <laughs> so, boys. <laughs> NXT 2.0 starts tomorrow. Or yeah, it should I be 3.0. I can't wait. Uh, they announced, aka Samoa Joe has announced that he has to give up the title for a injury, yeah, sure. and he's going to be gone for an unforeseeable. Oh, I think he has that time. dynamite knee. I think is what it is. Uh, this is code for this does not get into Vince and Bruce's plans, and well, you're not the champion anymore. You're supposed to just be finding talent. So, uh, so uh, get the fuck out. So tomorrow night on NXT 2.0. Is it gonna be Kyle Kyle O'Reilly? They're on AEW now, huh? They're on AEW. Yeah. Uh, La Knight, Pete Dunne, and Tommaso Ciampa in a fatal four-way that was determined to be a number one contender, but now it is for the championship. So here's the problem I have with this. What's up? None of these guys feel like anybody that that creative team is going to want to be champion. Nope. So again, it doesn't fix the problem. Nope. It at best just puts a slightly bigger bandaid on it. I don't understand. Like, who's going to win? Like, I'm guessing O'Reilly. I think Dunn's contract is literally up. And Vince fucking hates me, Dunn. Yeah, he's going to have one name to him. He's tiny and British. LA Knight's 40. Yep. Damn near. So he doesn't fit into. He's, nope. like, he's like Samoa Joe. Kyle O'Reilly is like 5'8 and doesn't talk that well. And Ciampa's already been there. And <laughs> Vince doesn't care. These are not guys Vince wanted to push in this new NXT. So. At best, there's gonna I, be a run in, right? I another short term fix. How many times is that gonna happen with this belt in the last couple of years? Fuck. That's snake. Well, I mean, baby. you gotta you gotta figure, right? Like whatever USA signed up for, as soon as that contract's up, this this shit is done. They're gonna they're gonna shut the fuck out of this NXT shit. It's done. Uh, it blows my mind. You know, they they're. they're they are teasing the well. You have the colorful new logo, and then they're teasing uh, the new what the new arena looks like, and what the new arena is going to look like. It's a lower cost version of Raw Pee-wee's and Playhouse? SmackDown. Oh. That was Pee Wee's Playhouse with Brighton. You know what it looks like? I, I hope it looks like because I haven't seen the side. I haven't seen it, but they've showed like the drawings. Yeah, 
I hope it looks like the opening montage for the first season of In Living Color. That'd be sad. I hope this is certain wrestlers this dragging pose, yeah. bikes and shit around in neon Painting colors and, and shit. That'd be amazing. All over the place. That'd be amazing. But that's what I want. But like, it's uh, the stage is supposed to be a lower uh, standard, like a smaller screen of your two main shows. Yay! So it just looks like. Smackdown and Smackdown uh, Raw, Raw, just smaller. But you made it smaller so it looks like hipper. That's weird. Like it looks less than. I just honestly, it's mid. We've made it the jokes mid. about it. I wish they would just lean into the gimmick, right? And it's just developmental, and it's just developmental people on TV. Like, don't even worry about having experienced people on there. I think I'd rather the, just watch the train wreck at this point. I think by the time they get through with releasing who they still want to get rid of from there, that's what you will be looking at. Like you have a 16 man tournament with like your development people and whoever the fuck wins is your new champion and you build around them. <sighs> be crazy. I mean, fuck it. Can't well, promise I'll want to watch that every week, but you uh, want to watch Tommaso Ciampa as your NXT champion every week. I do either? like Tommaso Ciampa. So, yeah. so I mean, I, I don't hate everything like you do. Yeah. Oh, hey, um, he, just, he was good champion. the first time, and then he just got hurt, and then they went and away with that. Rinse and repeat with Tommaso Ciampa. So it's a repeat with all the, except for LA Knight, but Jesus Christ. I, I, I like just LA like Ciampa is like, he just, he's put together with fucking bubblegum and sticks. Like he, he's fragile as fuck. Maybe you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, another person that you think uh, would maybe go uh, for the title race is Johnny Gagano, but however. His contract's up on December 3rd of 2021, so he may or may not be uh, there anymore. No, he's not going to be there. No, he's gone. <laughs> no. Because he's made it clear he doesn't want to go to the main roster ever, which is fine. Vince they didn't want him. <laughs> yeah, but now they're taking control of NXT. Yeah. So all of a sudden, the place where he wants to be, I ain't going to want him anymore. So, so I get the feeling So don't want to take that paycheck, dog. Yep. That's cool. He gone. I can see him, Ciampa, O'Reilly. Um, done. I can see them all gone. None of those feel like AEW signings. They feel like Ring of Honor, Impact. That's what they feel like. Uh, Which would be better for the MLW. Bobby Fish going to MLW. Yep. It's a good pick. That's a good fit. Uh, speaking of contracts being uh, close to being complete and done, uh, you had Adam Coley. <laughs> Where'd he go? Uh, I believe AEW. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Or Brian Danielson now. Shot. He uh, is, you know, AW. And now maybe I want Kevin Owens as his contract is up at the end of this year. He's, he's already tweeting. <laughs> My favorite was he just tweeted almost there. And the Young Bucks t- changed their bio to at there. <laughs> I, uh, I've got a record on this podcast saying I think Kevin Owens stays. It's looking less and less every day that goes yeah, by. No. I just, you know, he's the kind that would stay. They they had they would have had to run him off by a not giving him anything to do. Yeah, <laughs> B which, like, um, yeah, I agree with Brian Last. It's that that January the best selling T shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees is gonna be Kill Steam Kill. Just crazy, <sighs> just crazy. Like just think, God, he feels like he's gonna be in GCW. He probably could. It feels like he shows up one day. I'm just, just living in a world where him and Eddie Kingston are doing promos at each other on AEW. <sighs> he can't put that with on MJF. TV. 
You can't put that on national TV. You can't put that on national TV. I know I said that was before about Kevin's thing. You can't put that on national TV. Jesus Christ. I think Domino's got pissed at Nick Gage. Like, Fuck. Imagine MJF and Steen promo battle. We'll get to MJF in a second. Yeah. I don't know. That we, did we talk about uh, Paul Levesque last week? Uh, no. No, we're not. We, well, what, no, I didn't it happened this week. They were pretty quiet about it. Happened last week after we filmed. Oh, it was like it was, it was that after why? we filmed. But one, they're literally killing him. One Triple H had a uh, what do you want to call it? Oh, they, a, a procedure. A, a procedure. They called it a cardiac event. Because goddamn WWE. But what are we really calling it? A local medical facility. Yeah, no doubt at a medical facility with a uh, not a doctor. I'll take him here to this. A specialist, <laughs> but a yeah, yeah. Uh, a medical specialist. Francois Petit was in the room. So uh, Corey, can you break that down to the Dum Dums? Um, he had a heart issue. Yeah. Again, heart pr- pr- yeah. apparently it's hereditary. Oh, wow. uh, on his side, uh, the, you know, the Levesque family. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they're saying it wasn't serious and that he's going to recover fine. It's just something he needed to take care of. Um, but that's all awful vague. So who knows what actually fucking happened? As he could have had a fucking heart attack, or he could have went in for his usual test and, like, and then. Uh, there's something we need to take care of here. It's Some irregularity. Irregularity. Yeah. It's like this. You're in and out. No big deal. But it needs to be done. Could have been either. Uh, they're awful hush-hush. I love the fact that I think uh, Devin texted in the group, and then Zan, the producer, texted me. And every and both texts are, so Vince is killing him. <laughs> yeah. So Vince is literally, literally killing him. Literally killing him. Might be time for him to look for an exit strategy. I, I rumor has it he's uh, AEW bound and <laughs> on kiss. Uh, uh, that'll talk to a little uh, No, <laughs> <laughs> not so much. He'll buy Impact. Dear Tony, I love you. You know he'd be like Dear Sand, but Dear Anthem Energy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's scary, man. What's he fifty? Barely fifty-two. Yeah, that's Pretty crazy. Young. That's crazy. He's himself in such good shape. I mean, you know, but hereditary heart steroids, steroids don't help that. that yeah, condition. well, true. That's true. You know, but hereditary heart issues are no joke. Um, so yeah, at least it was known about. So probably got. At least they found it, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, he's off, so he has to get health insurance. So you know, he'll take care well, of that for him. The, the timing, however, is so. I mean, you <laughs> you, know. you have to draw conclusions because that's always the first question. Maybe stress at work. He's like. Have a seat, Doctor. Oh, I've lost that, all of my power. They're taking my company away well, from me. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, Doctor, I built the future for the company. They said, nah, no, no. Let's go to Goldberg, Doc. Where do I begin? Uh, Tell you a little story about NXT. <laughs> it's story time with Paul Levesque. Uh, <laughs> baby. Well, oh, my they, God, I'm dying here. They, took, I'm they dying. took my motorhead wet dream and turned it into a nasty boy playhouse. I'm, I, I'm <laughs> put me next to knobs in the hospital. Yeah. Riddle bit of pity city. It's funny. Vince keeps showing up, but he comes to talk to Brian and not me. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Who's this poor fucking Brian Knobs' room? Get him out. So we have. Oh, let me. Let's get back to NXT for a second, Corey. If we must. Will yeah. you watch it tomorrow? Uh, well, oh, I guess I could. No, well, I could watch it later because I, I have the a family get together, but. I do have the sling gimmick in USA. I keep forgetting that. So I guess, yes, I'll have to set the old DVR gimmick on there. Yeah. I'll give it a go live one week. Well, relatively live. You know, uh, you're going to record it, but you're yeah. going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'm not expecting anything. I'm expecting same drab show with bright new neon colors. And they're just going to tell you that. If they have, like, the same theme music as AEW Dynamite does, yeah. it's like, get, out of that. get the fuck out of here. Here comes the boom. Dynamite. 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 All of a sudden, for reasons unbeknownst to anybody, Beth Phoenix has to wear a mask while commentating. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to give it a shot tomorrow. Um, You're a glutton for punishment, sir. I'm going to give it a shot. Well... I'm intrigued about how what everybody else in America should get their shot. Get vaccinated, you fucks. Yeah, get vaccinated. Let's, let's get in this. Let's, let's in this shit. Stop fucking playing around. Get vaccinated. Don't be a little bitch. Even a little bitch got vaccinated. Don't be a bitch. Yeah, it's it's not about party lines. It's about fucking fighting a goddamn pandemic, a yeah. fucking virus. Stop being a dumb shit. It's not about red or blue. Just get your goddamn shots. Put your big boy pants on. Do what's good for the whole and not for yourself. Tupac would have gotten vaccinated. Fucking yes, he would have. So would Biggie. Well, he would have. So, last week on Dynamite, they announced the return of one Cody Rhodes as he's going to get his match back. You mean his win? His win. Uh, that was against uh, And win the feud. Malachi Black. The crowd the went feud. mild. The crowd went, like, really? They booed. They booed. Yep. Because I got news for you. That that upcoming uh, f- reality show is doing the exact opposite of what they thought it would do. Yep. It's turning those two fucking heel quick. Nobody wants it. <coughs> What's that? Cody, that reality... Dude, I'm begging you. <laughs> Put the phone down. The reality show, it's turning them heel. Nobody wants to see... And then from the commercials, do you think Brandy or Cody look good in that fucking thing? No. They look like two self-absorbed, egotistical, like rich kids. They can't perform in the arena where they're theoretically good at, which is pro wrestling. And now you're going to give them like scripted reality TV to try and do. All right. Well, you know, I had a mixed race baby, so I have to end racism. <sighs> did you did you love that the Suzuki incident with uh, Cody Rhodes's comment? I love that company always and this is well this one isn't a big deal it was just it's a funny little meme but they always tend to take things that could go wrong and actually use it to their advantage yeah like this I mean it's always best to just kind of lean into it or just get out in front of whatever story happens instead of just trying to like ignore it or bury it you just kind of like if it's gonna be an L you just take the L and it's nice to see a company doing that as soon as you take the L people move on from it they just want to see you take that L yeah that's all it is they uh what we're talking about is... I never lose. On Dynamite, the... Uh, you ever G- hear the story about family game night with the McMahons? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. You, you have it? Dude. Triple H was telling It's hilarious. So Triple H and Stephanie are visiting the McMahons. They're staying the night there. And they were playing a, a family game of it's fucking like charades or fucking yeah. something. Just Vince and Linda against Stephanie and Triple H. And Triple H and Stephanie won and Vince couldn't handle it. And they, they're... Their guest room was like on the other side of the fucking the other wing of the, the house. Palatial estate, yeah. And you could, and they could still hear Vince like screaming and yelling that he lost and he couldn't stand it and all that. And so they would got on the they got on the intercom and Stephanie just started flicking him so much shit about losing. But I mean, like that's he does he he can't he can't even lose family game yeah. night. Jesus. So I mean, like, wonder if the grandkids beat him. He probably beats them. Like fucking hits them. Like God damn it. 
Playing tackle football at three years old, dog. Yeah. I'm, laying you, I'm laying you out. The, uh, Get a new spleen. The joke meme we were just talking about is the fact that on last week's Dynamite, it was John Moxie versus Minoru Suzuki, but they cut Suzuki's theme music right before the... Uh, Kaze Ninare? Yep. Which you don't do. Which you don't do. Especially but, when he's visiting in America and the crowd's waiting to say it. And but they a, did. And there was an audible like, oh. Because there was a couple things. It's just like, man, you didn't really need this match. You didn't need well, that no, it match. Was more, it was more like... They said that it was for time, but then after the match, Moxley celebrated for like four minutes. Yeah. So you probably could have snuck it in there. And, um, but then today the memes just like make people making their famous quotes, but then they make sure they put uh, the Suzuki incident, uh, the Stephanie McMahon from 9-11, and then just Suzuki. I saw one earlier, and I can't find it again. That pissed me off because it, it, it married my two favorite memes currently, the, the Suzuki incident with another one. And it was like, yeah, no, it's a tragedy what happened to Minoru Suzuki with that. It's, I don't know how you get back from that, but okay, Castellanos hits one to far left. Did you guys see that he did that on 9 11? Yep. yep. He literally hit mm-hmm. a deep drive to left to make it 4 nothing. I was like, God damn it, Castellanos. Like, you are a, f- you should be in the Hall of Fame. That's yeah. fucking that awesome. is fucking <laughs> legend. Wait for it. Derry. Speaking of uh, legendary, uh, MJF and one Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, boy. Hold on. Before you talk about it, I don't want to go into detail, but did you hear Cornette's breakdown of what should happen? I did. Is he right or not? I think it makes uh, it so much better. It makes it so much better. I think to a point. You got to paint those outside parts, too. Because I, I... So, I... would You know what? Let Joe break it down yeah. first, and then we'll talk about the outsides. Because, uh, yeah, I'll tell you where I disagree with it. Uh, so MJF comes out and discusses how he beat Chris Jericho three times. She did. Uh, one, one time at the, at the pay-per-view, but they had to restart the match for some BS reasons. And then um, MJF starts um, breaking down Cincinnati as, you know, uh, how it's a shit show and stuff. But then he took a shot at Skyline Jilly. Then he notices one Linda. Is that the one they put chili on noodles? Yeah. That spaghetti? Yeah. yeah. I'd try it. We'll give it a shot. Uh, not saying I'm dying for it, but I'll try it. He finds uh, Linda Pillman, the grandmother of... Uh, no, the, the sister. The aunt. Of the Brian aunt. Yeah. The aunt of Brian Pillman. And then starts uh, making fun of her, and then starts making fun of uh, Pillman's sister. And that brings out Brian Pillman. I will say this. And it's one of the things I talk about in the Monday Night War Stories. Would you listen to it? No, Sundertainment.com. Thank you. One thing that Please. bothered me, like just bothered me a bit, was Pillman coming out. MJF just insulted your family. And he and comes out with a big smile and a fist pump in the air. Yep. And I'm like, don't well, do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a part of it, uh, Courtney made a good point. Uh, it's his first ever like actual angle in program. <laughs> yeah. Like, he doesn't know how to do this shit yet. I get, I, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, comes out, I'll fist pumping, him. jumping. It's just like. It bugged Dude. me, but I'll give him a reprieve since his baby wasn't almost abducted by a fucking fiend. That's true. Just his aunt and sister, yeah. pregnant sister, and yeah, talk down to. But then uh, MJF drops. Uh, what's that line he uh, dropped about uh, Pillman's uh, oh, his mother? mother Methany, <laughs> Methany Pillman. <laughs> at least at that point, Pillman like ran in and looked like he was pot. And, and then after a couple more traded shots, uh, MJF said uh, <laughs> she, she should have swallowed. 
And then a couple more shots, and then he started to say she should have aborted you. Yeah. But and that's, that's when he jumped when him. He yeah. jumped him. <laughs> oh man. Okay, the main things I didn't like about it is one him coming out and like standing yeah. on the uh, stage all happy and smiling. Yeah. It's like just diss your your family. Yeah. And number two, I didn't think it was the time or place for MJF to uh, throw shade at Warlow again. Yeah, that was weird. It just seemed too, like, random, like, shoved in there for nothing. I get it. That way, when Brian Pillman drops down and attacks you, Wardlow waits a couple seconds, lets him get a couple licks in on you, and then comes and saves you. I just don't think it was the time or place actually to, like to it. reunite that. Really? Actually, like, yeah, because I think the point he made, it was very small, but he was like, oh, now you're going to help me? You didn't help me on Sunday. Get the hell out of me. Stand up and look pretty. Thanks for, thanks for nothing, by the way. I actually like that a lot. Is it going to lead to anything this time, though? They dropped it once already. Well, I don't like know. a year. They would never start and stop a push from somebody. That's not something would, they would ever do. No. Nobody would ever. Nobody would ever do that. But we talked about last week how, Booble, you said you wanted MGF should have been off air for the next, like, two months. So, yeah. Uh, and I probably still believe that. But having said that, this is the first time MJF has been the MJF we all know and love in a year and a half. Yeah, and I, I, I think I figured out what the issue is. I think he's okay. So they tried to build him over the last two years with Moxley, with Cody, and with Jericho. Yeah, where does he stand in your guys' eyes? Is he a main event guy? No, no. Is he at least more up than say Jungle Boy? And, no. Yes. Okay. You don't think he's higher on, up than on Jungle level, Boy? On the same level. I think level. he's okay. Jungle Boy. I was gonna say I think what they need to do is get. They need to get away from having him feud with an established name for months on end mm-hmm. and have him have a couple of feuds in succession like this with other young guys where he dominates and beats them and builds himself back up. Then if you want to take a run at a brand, Danielson or a Punk or, or whoever, go again. I think that's why they're starting that with yeah. Pillman. And I like it. I think, they, I think that's what they need to do with him. And next, I think, and like, I would think MJF gets the better of this at some point. It would I make would, sense. I Pillman's not there yet. So, yeah. so I think you escalate it, though. The next one should be Darby. He is established, but still very young. He's the most successful AEW homegrown, as it were. Absolutely. Uh, it's, you thought it would be MJF, but it's far and away Darby. Right. See, Absolutely, it's Darby. See, for me, it's Darby. And I honestly think... For me, it's like 1A, 1B, but I think it's Jungle Boy 1A to the MJF 1F, only because of the fact that mm-hmm. MJF has done so much that weekly we go, this is boring, because of the fact that he does the uh, five labors of Jericho. Plus he's been... And then he's been... Booked into oblivion. And then, then he faces uh, Cody, and then it's just... For me, it's just like... They need to get Jungle Boy away from Jurassic Express. So I was going to ask you guys this. they're going to push him. And I am not... I'm honestly not being a hater at this time. I will go back to that. Yeah, I'll go back to that gimmick later. What has Jungle Boy honestly done besides get Tarzan Boy's music? What has he done to warrant being over? He's had a couple of really good Good matches. uh, Him and Dax. The only problem is... So is MJF. Jungle Boy's matches were better. Better. But MJF's a much bigger star than Jungle Boy. Honestly, you take Tarzan Boy away from him, it doesn't matter. He was already getting over before that. He was already getting way over before that. I don't think... Yeah, I, I... How do I... I would say they're closer to being on the same like, level. I agree with you. He should get away from Jurassic Express. Only, I agree with you. Only because 
They've recently tried to elevate Jungle Boy, and they've goofed, yep. they've goofed but up. But have they, though? Because they still keep having him hang out with Jungle Boy or the, Jesus Christ, Jurassic Express. They're just not ready to break it up yet. I think they... Like, they pushed him. He, did that, he had that singles run for a while because he had Omega, and they did Dax and all that. But then all of a sudden, it, they dropped, and then they went back to, like, nothing happened they in their have, eyes. They have a unique problem. That I haven't seen since 80s WWF. And I've seen this happen then, too. You start pushing a guy, he's getting over, but then one of your big names comes back. You're going to go to the big name, because that's where the money is. Uh, In this instance, they were building Jungle Boy up, and it was working, but then you get all these guys. He's young, you can go back to him. Because, like, honestly, after that match with Omega, he should have gone away from Jurassic Express. That should have been the breaking point. Because once you put him essentially just back with that group, that's just a demotion again. That it just essentially means like that Omega thing didn't matter. I think they're waiting for A, him to get better on the mic. He does need to get better on the mic. Uh, I agree, but then that's why you bring in outside personalities to do it, to talk for him. But it's it's hard for a baby face. It's easy if you're a heel who can't talk to get a manager. The crowd expects that or accepts it because of history. So then, what if you put just a pretty girl with him then? So even no, if he's, he like his real life girlfriend. So yeah. so even if he's bad on the mic, he's got eye candy and he can really get one. People don't care. I mean, put Anna J ringside with him and there I'm it is. a yeah. big Jungle Boy fan yeah. already. So that that works. That's the Billy Kidman. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Eddie Guerrero, China. Mm-hmm. Um, that works. Um, either way, they need to get rid. Jurassic. They have enough tag teams too now that they yeah. don't need Jurassic Express together. The only problem is I think they're just they don't know what to do with. Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus and Marco. Well, well, one of them you can get rid of uh, immediately. (laughs) Honestly, what does Marco Stunt give them? Um, Absolutely nothing. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. In terms of like. He's smaller smaller than Riho. Like, what what are you doing? They don't use him, though. He never wrestles. Ever. If he does, it's on dark and he gets squashed by whoever the fuck he's wrestling. He does that shit where he stands on Luchasaurus' yeah. shoulders, which isn't impressive because he's like 46 no. pounds. Like that, that's a, that's a Jungle Boy. He does the Shawn Michaels pose. No, he stands on no. and does like a jump off. Oh, of the him. jump? Yeah. Uh, he's, I was like, what are you talking about? He's not worth it. He Marco Stunt can be released tomorrow and nobody would notice. Uh Along with uh, what did he fucking do before this? Where the fuck did he come indies. from? Indies. G- GCW. He, he got a name on the Indies out, because he's small. GCW needs uh, friends with Janela. Yeah, I release him too. Then go back together. Yeah, they they just don't belong on the the roster. They don't fit in. Uh, Sunny Kiss, like I said, has something, but he needs Not to yet. go develop it. Yeah, and then come back. Yep. Um, I think there's a spot for for him. He's he's very green, very green. How green? <laughs> they need to get rid of the very, very, very green on the roster. Yeah, it's like it, it made more, it made sense a year ago when they were still div- like they have a roster. No, they don't need this extra I stuff. S- I said this when they when they first opened up with that roster. It's an interesting roster, mm-hmm. but it was a roster built around people that were available at the time. It wasn't going to be who they were going to hang their hat on. Yeah. It was just who they had to have to fill out a roster. Mm-hmm. Now, two years on, we, we've seen. They don't have a problem getting people to come over. So now they do need to start get, willing out some of they're that. turning people away at this point. Right? Like, oh, there's even you heard shit about Braun? There's even mention about Leo Rush coming back. Well, I mean, from one of his 
85. I'm getting 85, t- yeah. For what? I'm kind of getting tired of his retirements. Yeah. I got to admit. He's like 25 and he's retired 18 times. Yes. Either retire or don't, dog, but uh, uh, right? nobody like, cares. Make your make your decision. Stick somewhere. You're like, because okay. like he retired because he like had half the version of Ricochet. He retired the last time because of the fact like he was losing feeling in his arms. He had surgery. That fixed it. And then he's. He never had the surgery. He's been, he had never retired. Oh. He's bred wrestling the whole time. Of course, yeah. He had to finish his commitments to New Japan of America, and they're and still then, going on. <laughs> he never retired. It's amazing. He just said he retired. Yeah. Make up your damn mind, dude. He's supposed to be on... The, this is supposed to be his retirement tour, finishing out these commitments. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then he'll probably be signed with AEW. So. Probably. Uh, uh, also on AEW, uh, CM Punk pissed off old man staring at clouds, uh, Team Taz somehow, and... I guess Punk's taking down, uh, is going to be taking on all members of Team Taz. I like the next feud. It's a good feud. Uh, you like it? I like the feud. I just hope he doesn't take on all members. Or at least not. I suspect way. Hook will not be involved. <laughs> I, the I, internet wants Hook really bad. The internet's like, dumb. I love the Hook love on the internet. Yeah. He just, he gets love because he just stands there and does nothing. nothing. Like, Hook's awesome. Um... So they Give said me about, a hook and uh, you know Dominic. What, you guys, let's go. You know, you said that about before? Roman Reigns. That's true. So, uh, you so, know. The hook is my tribal chief. <laughs> I acknowledge Hook. I acknowledge <laughs> Hook. Rufio. Rufio. <laughs> so, like, I, just, I don't want him anywhere near Powerhouse Hobbs. No. I, I see a lot of money in Powerhouse Hobbs. Corey, I talked about this. I, uh, I don't see money in Powerhouse Hobbs yet. I'm not saying he can't get there. But where I do see money in Power Hobbs is uh, when Vince McMahon is jacking off staring at him on the TV because that is a Vince McMahon Speaking, fucking dude. I don't know if this is true or not. Holy shit. But the guy that the shoot that used to be the wrestler, you know who. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he says that he has heard how uh, WWE is trying to take on AEW signings. Yeah. By going after the lower name AEW guys. So, a.k.a. Powerhouse Hobbs. Well, of course they are. They're asking. They they want to. They requested an interview or a tryout for him. Well, he's under contract, so they can't. But once it. But once his contract's up, they're going after him. It's possible. I mean, yeah, I would. I, of course, I would too. Look at him. <laughs> um, good luck. He's one of the ones who's very happy <laughs> where he is. But uh, he's about to wrestle CM Punk. So, <laughs> yeah, but you, you got to try. Fuck yeah. I mean, so I think because I think Punk, you have to go through Hobbs because I think the end game is uh, Starks. That's oh, the for sure. and that's the match I want. And that's the um, match people want. But I, I and speaking of this, I loved this entire thing. Taz was great at being angry as always. I like nowhere too. Punk, I, I you know, there was some confusion. Like you know did he jump the gun? He, I think he jumped the gun. Yeah, it was awesome. He gave it away when Punk kind of came out. Like uh, joking now because we watched it here. He started talking. I was like, really. He's going to just because, jump on Punk for literally no reason? Punk's literally going down the ring, and Booble's like, are we having a Team Taz-Punk feud? And all of a sudden, like Taz is like, don't you say my name, bro. And Punk's, Ta- like, Punk's like, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did on the interwebs and on the uh, radio promotions. <laughs> and it's like, they I, saved it. It was a really good promo yeah. between the two. but Because, you know, of course it is. I think, Punk and Taz. Right. I think, I don't know. If, I think it was messed up, but they recovered well. Mm-hmm. But he, I remember on Dark him talking about Punk, but he's tired of the smiley punk bullshit. And might confront him, he said. Um, so maybe that was a bit of a hint. Uh, but I liked it, and I fucking loved the match between Hobbs and Dante Martin. Oh, my God. The the spot where Dante does the tope and, and Hobbs catches, catches him. by the head and just 
We did the fucking post. We went. We everyone in the room went. Well, that's new. I loved it. I'm telling you, Dante. They're pushing him. Yes, they are. Uh, and I agree with them. There's a lot of guys who do flips on that mm-hmm. that, that channel, but there is something different and unique about him. I was thinking about that. Because uh, of all these young guys, people love the chairman. I think they all are very average at best. Uh, he's the one guy. He's different. I'll, well, I'll tell you why. Uh, it's because he may do those flip stuff. He does them better than everybody else. He just he's be- he's a better athlete than. Who reminds are. me of? He's also bigger. He's not small. He is a big dude. He reminds me of Ray Phoenix, in terms of better than everyone else doing that shit. That he makes it look effortless, and he's young. He's young. He's not a he looks, he looks more of a star than Ray Phoenix does. Yeah, no, I think that they have something. Um, they have. But something. I also think, and I've to be fair, I've I don't think I've ever seen Ray Phoenix wrestle outside of AEW. Yeah, I think uh, Dante Martin. I was like Dwayne. That's not it. Don't Dante Martin. I think if you uh, if he had to, if you put in like a stipulation where you can't do high fly moves, I think he could work and have a really good just a standard wrestling I match. Think so. Which is why I think he's separate than everybody else. Is when he does those flip moves, they mean something. He knows how to space them out. He knows how to sell them. I think he just turned twenty. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I was looking it up right. It's now. very. Uh, he debuted in twenty sixteen. Osprey. Osprey. Yeah. 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 Very Osprey. And he's twenty. Yeah. Like, how the fuck are you this good? Yeah. Jesus that's Christ. Christ. He, you know why? That's a good connection. You know he why? has a lot of Osprey. But he's you know. He, he's from Minnesota. He's seventy pounds fucking heavier Tell than Will Osprey is. He's, he's from Minnesota. Maybe not these days. Osprey's beefed up. He's beefy boy, beefy Osprey now. Yeah, he's beefed up. But yeah, he's from Minnesota. So uh, that's not. I mean, they don't do that out there. Yeah. Well, you want, you can say one thing about Minnesota. They know how to breed it's pro cold. wrestlers. Yeah. That that also. But they know how to breed pro wrestlers. And uh, terrible football teams and baseball teams. Well, you know, whatever. Get pro wrestlers though. Suck it, Jeff. They got them pro wrestlers on Pat. They got that on lockdown. Lockdown. Every year they get like five more, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you like, I mean, if you were drafting states for pro wrestlers, I mean, Minnesota might be number one. I think it, it is. Probably like, is. Florida, I don't get a lot of love, but like, Minnesota, like, dog, come on, t- in man. My mind, remember two. In my mind, like, Minnesota, Texas, and St. Louis. That's the city. That's the city, but yes. But some Missouri. But, you know, a lot of them, Missouri. A lot of them. I think Minnesota's better. Texas is probably higher. I would than say Missouri. Minnesota's number one without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Uh, then you're you're talking like your Texas, your Florida, your Carolinas, um, Alabama. Actually, is a sneaky high pick. Alabama with the Fullers and it's all a them. Sneaky yeah. high pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting topic. I'm, I'm gonna think about that. There it is. That's an interesting I just ruined topic. The database is weak. Oh yeah. God, yes. <laughs> Sorry, tomorrow. Every like, hour he's going to go a different state and be like, "Okay, name me the first 10. 10. Fuck. No, 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 no. In two weeks, folks, oh, we're drafting states. Minnesota, there were states wrestlers. Yes, we are. We're <laughs> drafting states for wrestlers. That'll be interesting. Shit. Okay. Don't yep. worry, I'll, I'll draft like Oregon and be like, who's from Oregon? The oh, Rock. No, he always says he is. But oh, there's no. a lot of good wrestlers from yeah, Oregon. That's you're not gonna, you're not gonna have, uh, you're gonna have your fair share to pick from. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of uh, furniture, uh, this upcoming week on AEW, Adam Cole Baby! has his first match, and he's taking on uh, Kazarian. How smart are they? They found the perfect person to have his first match on TV with. Yes, I know. He's the elite hunter, so there's a yeah, few built in. But that's that, fine. That's a good, that uh, is a perfect first opponent because he can beat him. Mm-hmm. It won't hurt the guy. Nope. 
it'll build him up more. It'll be a good match. It'll be a good match. They, that was a perfect pick. Um, they're holding off Daniel Bryan still, which is good. Punk still has not even remotely come close to wrestling a dynamite, which is and good. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. Punk, yep. Daniel Bryan's teasing honest, him. Daniel Bryan or shot, Fox uh, shot two shots. Uh, Brian Danielson will is taking uh, is feuding with a. Uh, well, trying he, to feud. He sort of started feuding with Omega. He's doing a WWE way of, I want to match with you, uh, Kenny Omega. And Omega's like, buddy, we don't do that here. So uh, you have to win some matches here to... Uh, it's intriguing. Yeah. It's something to get to, because... That so, happens at, uh, what's that next? Full Gear? Full Gear. Possibly. I'm guessing. I don't know, because like... I don't think so. The week after Full Gear, they're in Virginia, which is Hangman Page's home state. I don't think... I don't, don't do that stuff... I think I think Brian would be at uh, double or nothing, <laughs> unless Hangman Page beats Adam Cole, CM Punk, and Brian Danielson in the next three weeks. There's no fucking chance he's getting this shot. I think four Dan- <laughs> it's a three way. It's a four way at the pay per view. So, you think, know, unless I that think, happens, I think Danielson is until like all out or the next double or nothing. I think <sighs> you, I, I don't know, but I will say this: I agree with uh, something I heard on the experience. They are going to Long Island in December. MJF's gonna be the most over baby face. Oh my god! because because like out of out of out of the four pay per views that they do, Full Gill, Revolution, Double Nothing, and All Out. How do you rank them in the big four? Like say like what to do? All Out, All Out, WrestleMania, and Double or Nothing is their second. Yeah, SummerSlam. Or the other two are just uh, Revolution yeah. could be Royal Rumble or you know sure. what I mean like those don't yeah. matter. I mean they matter, but they're not the big two. No. So I think I think uh, Daniel Bryan shot that's four so far. Market um, for uh, Brian Danielson versus Omega. I think that will be at a double or nothing or all out. That's a long way to wait. I was gonna say like, but they do that sometimes. Yeah, though. but at some point you can't sign these three big names and not cash in. At some point you have to like. This is the reason you signed these three people. Not to mention, by full gear, that'll be 11 months as champion for Omega. Like, I I get it if you don't want Brian to beat Kenny. I get it. But then somebody has to beat Kenny. So do you... Because I I pointed out when Omega and Cole showed up. Is that the turn? You have Cole beat Kenny? And then Brian Anderson beats Adam Cole? If there's any turning, it won't be him beating him for the title, but it may be costing Costing him him the the title. And that'll start the start. Or maybe you have it builds to like MJF goes on a winning streak, and you have MJF and or, Kenny Omega or, and or, Full Gear. Or they do the uh, the idea of maybe Adam Cole. He gonna beat him? No, like I said, it's gonna be him uh, causing Omega to okay. lose to start the fall. Uh, especially, we have to think of something else. Especially if Steen is coming in early next year, I can see them turning Omega babyface. Because he's the one that's the most easiest to turn face, and having the elite or whatever they want to call him, be uh, the Cole, super the, click. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, they, they just did the cover for that. Uh, be the young bucks, Adam Cole and Kevin Steen, who were Mount Rushmore and PWG. Yep, it makes sense. Are they signing too many people? No, you don't think so? Nope. So, because part of Kevin Owens' gripe is that they're just. Like, he never gets a shot, and that's on their lack of creative. I get that. But where is he going to get that shot with all of that talent? Depends on what you consider his shot. At being a main eventer, which he's not getting now. And I'm sure that's what he wants. Yeah. I was going to say, because that doesn't have to necessarily mean world title. 
I think it's he gotta can be world title adjacent, though. And, I think he can do how he's what Eddie and he's doing right now. That'd be so far above that because I think they are they're doing a lot of stuff, and I can say this from because I've pretty much immersed myself in that stuff mainly. That's all I watch now. In eighties booking, it's very eighties booking, especially WF in the eighties. You had Hogan as the world champ. No one else was coming close to that, but you had a lot of other guys who man-evented the B-Towns, the C-Towns, the, the, the shows that were over like crazy, made mad money. They just didn't get the world title stuff because that's that was reserved Which, for the big dog. I agree to a point, but they had the IC title. <coughs> don't, don't you die. Which was almost as important. They're, even their, their TNT title is not that important. And they're, it's not to that level. But it's getting there. I mean, it just takes time. It needs to be on somebody like uh, a Danielson or a Punk or a Cole. I think Miro's doing a. I think Miro's doing a good job. I mean, they're building them up strong. No, but, like, but you need to put on like like you know how um, like Cena elevated the U.S. title. Yeah. He's got to be on a big name for it to mean something. And, and then whoever beats that person, then it it transfers be, the. That uh, could be the next move, possibly. But you said something a second ago. You said Kenny Omega's easy to turn face. Yeah, I agree. You know, it might be the best heel they've signed is, is Brian Danielson. Oh yeah, he'll be a great heel. He is such a smug prick. Yeah. That oh he'll my be, god, that is going to he's gonna be such a great heel because said, nobody wants to boo punk yet. You said something the other day that made me kind of go, huh? Because he's known as being one of the nicest guys in, the, in outside of the business. Like mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan's just a, he's a good dude, shot. <laughs> you know, alcohol so, poisoning folks. So what that tells me from what you watched the, the thing. Yeah, I, I don't watch Pits of it there. He's already playing part of that smug character he played in Ring of Honor. This is a character. Like, like, he like, came in. I'm not here to shake your hand. Yeah. I am better than you, and you say you're good. Prove me. Prove to me that you're good. Which is another, I already know I'm better than you. Which is another reason I really like what they're doing here, because Punk came in the undisputed babyface. Yeah, 100%. Cole came in the undisputed heel. Yeah. The tweener. There's one of each. You're not overloading anything. Mm-hmm. It's genius. That's good booking. I don't care what other people may say. That's good booking because when you're not overloading. Remember the WF in 95 when they, uh, the babyface side was Diesel, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Undertaker, Razor Ramon, Bam Bam Bigelow, and the hillside was Sid and Mabel. Yep. That's terrible. And business reflected, didn't it? Keep it even kill. Equal on all sides. Um. And not just the numbers, like the the amount of like believable talent. It can't just yes. be like seven and seven. It has to be seven that matter. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I can name seven hills, but it was like Sid, yeah. Mabel, <laughs> Isaac the Yankum, Ringmaster. Yeah, Isaac like Yankum, Fantasio. I mean, like, it was yeah, dire. Was, it like, was dire. Uh, was it the Godwins there? Yeah, they slopping people. Yeah, I mean, it was it was dire. Mm. Um, riveting television. You guys know. You watched it. <laughs> Go back and listen to it at nosoentertainment.com. Uh, yeah, that first year of WF was, was some fun. You have to admit, you have to figure, WF television was, talent roster was so bad that Nitro started to pull away winning with the Dungeon of Doom. Mm-hmm. Which does not It's not up. hot, dude. Yeah, which does dude, not hold up well. Their, their roster was so bad, when they lost Lex Luger, it hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Like, oh, man, we lost Lex. Like, that's... That's not good. Oh. That's real bad. Yeah. But no, I like a lot of what they're doing. Plus, 
I look at it as this. They have four shows. Two of them matter. Yep. The dark matter, but for a different reason. They're building up the ones that they're mm-hmm. trying to build up. Oh, yes. I, but. Mm, I got something for the guys there in that one. All right. But I go back to that. There have been 160 rematches on WTV this year and only 16. That's why it's also important. Because burnout. Burnout, burnout, burnout. I was having a discussion with good old Jer. Oh, God. He hates dark, right? He doesn't believe in the trading practices of one AEW. And I was, because NXT has, you know, the 30 refs. You know, 30, Which has done so well. Right? And J- good old JR was just like, you know, I just don't believe in the practices that how AEW is training their guys. I'm like, that's why you have dark and uh, rev- ev- evolution. Elevation. Elevation. You know, that's for them to get their reps. Get the reps. Yeah, but that just won't work. That just won't make the next big guy. I'm like, it will if you let them, you know, let them get the reps. What next big guy did NXT build? Exactly. Uh, I didn't want Baba to, Day. I didn't want to ruin my round, so I just bit my tongue on that. Uh, you know what? You should ask, ask that next time because the trick question is Roman Reigns, yep. who never, ever did anything in NXT. He wrestled one match in NXT yep. and then got called up. So even he can't and count. he wasn't supposed to. Be, that's no. not the guy Punk wanted. Nope. So like, even the answer isn't even Roman Reigns. Uh, and uh, you can't even say Seth Rollins. He was a big deal in the Indies. Yeah, he was already a big deal. You know, fuck it, it's Bo Dallas. If you want to talk about who the most, who's the uh, most successful? Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Yeah, yeah. If you want to talk, who's the most successful from scratch, homegrown? NXT produced star. Charlotte. Yep. Alexa Bliss. Yep. Baron Corbin. Yep. Everybody else had time on the indies. Your your Sasha Banks, your Baileys, Becky Lynch, um, Seth Rollins, your I mean, all the indie guys, Ricochet and all them. What about Bray? And Bray. I know he did the Husky Harris thing, but I nobody, nobody really counts that shit. Biggie. Biggie, but I don't count him. He's at, not really a star. I don't count him at that level. No. What's he done besides New Day? New Day. Gyrates his hips. And yeah. just Like, did he cash in tonight, or was that a big crock of shit? He is commercial break. Oh, it's still going? Yeah. Jesus. Fuck, I thought it would be done by now. Uh, was it a Yankee time, game? Last Fuck. time I checked Twitter, they said he was cashing in. <sighs> oh. So. oh, turn it too. Let's see history. Uh, I can't. I got. That's a lot of work. Yeah. See, that's how much we care. Players. No, no, I, I have to plug in a Chromecast. There's no, uh, <laughs> I can't airdrop it because the uh, Comcast app and the uh, Samsung are like, yeah, well, you got, you can't do this. Yeah, you can't. You know, you, you need the database. There it is. Uh, speaking of database, there, uh, Corey. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Roman, thoughts of him now taking on the Demon King of One Finn Balor. <sighs> well, there's two ways to go about this. One, are they actually going to have? Balor beat him because cowards do it. They've never, they've never had the demon gimmick lose. He's undefeated. He's undefeated as the gimmick. As the raw, as the SmackDown promotions on during the Oregon football game, the High Chief Roman Reigns is in a is between a demon and a beast. <laughs> Have you seen the meme on Twitter of Brock Lesnar as he looks now? 
yeah. next to the oldest son from Home Improvement. Like, yep, you ever wonder yep. what happened to him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, he's uh, beating his girlfriend in this place Oregon. Oregon yeah. That's what's um, I will say this. After SmackDown... SmackDown was entertaining. I li- No, I like the new Brock look. Yeah. I like it. It was scary. It's, it's fucking scary. It's definitely still him, but it's changed enough to, you know, he... Every character, no matter how awesome, needs a, a change every once in a while, right? You can't just look the same non-stop forever, which Brock Lesnar did. Every Randy Orton's while, like, bullshit, you can't. In UFC, he grew a beard with that bus cut. And, but, I mean, other and than that. And lost. Other than that, though, it, it, he looks like Brock Lesnar. This at least is something a little different. Still have a penis tattoo on his chest? Yeah, unfortunately. I like it. I hope he keeps it. I like. I, I like, should wrestle in the flannel. I like the storyline of. I think it looks cool. I like the storyline. I love the promo. It's like a fucking dude from Deliverance. Who? <laughs> it's creepy as fuck, right? dude. I, I gotta say, I loved the promo of uh, Roman you- and Heyman, and then um, Brock comes out and Brock, hey, why didn't you tell them that? That I, why didn't you tell Roman I was going to be in SummerSlam? And then Roman leaves, and then fucking Heyman. Ladies and gentlemen, at a at a, the fucking chameleon it is. I am the advocate for the reigning, <laughs> defending. And it's just like, he fucking turn-coated hard. And, and then Brock's like, that felt good. This is yeah. like old times. Then he picks up, tries to survive him. Hey, Roman awesome. Reigns comes in. Um, who'd have thought Brock Lesnar would be the cerebral one playing mind games on them? Like, how come you didn't tell him I was going to be there? And Heyman had to look like, what? <laughs> if I would have told you, Corey... Four years ago, that Roman's the heel and Brock's the face, and it's what the people want. <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, what? Uh, just to let you know, and Heyman's with Roman. Just to let people, uh, you know, uh, Biggie has cashed in. However, it's a match. So he, he against Lashley. Yeah, he cla- he cashed in as a regular match. He cashed in after the match, and thank then, you, John Cena. He's gonna blow it, isn't he? We'll find out in like two seconds. Hope he doesn't. Um, so yeah. Hope spear by Lashley. Uh, we got Demon versus Roman. Uh, <laughs> how do you, uh, Edge versus uh, Rollins part de on it? It was a good match. It was a good match on SmackDown. Um, I went, hate went long. <laughs> it went a bit long. Edge uh, his contracted late era Shawn Michaels itis, where everything's you know got to be a twenty minute. Um, Fucking Shakespeare classic, you know. Uh, late later life, later in life, Shawn Michaels got to be there from like 2007 on. Everything had to be a fucking mini drama. And I'm Big- coming to work. I'm working, brother. Yeah, Biggie won. Biggie won the title. Yep. Thanks for coming, Lashley. It's not gonna pop a rating. Nope. Because that's it's about four years too late, Biggie. Yeah, everybody thought that Rob would try to have something last week because the paper was good. No. This is the night that we're going to try to do something because the demographic, they beat him in the demo. Mm-hmm. And Vince was like, hold on, what the fuck? Nope. Well, no, Big E's not the answer, I got to tell you. No, Big E is not the answer. And fucking Boshley had a great run. Yep. God. And now the New Day are all together on Raw, so I can at least miss that. <sighs> That's been your Raw day, folks. So, uh, Corey, yeah. ROH. Yeah, they had a pay-per-view with uh, some surprising results. You had uh, Jonathan Gresham losing the Pure Championship to Josh the Goods Woods. Does that feel like he's going somewhere? He re-signed. Yeah. I just think he's going somewhere a little higher on yeah. the card. Yeah. Um, 
It's like that needs to be your face of your company. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, in all honesty, he's top four wrestler in America. Yeah. You know what I mean? Easily. He I know that's P- Oh, yeah. The PWI ship. Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll bring that up. Keep going, Gore. Yeah, he uh, he needs to be demoted. Or demoted. Demoted. Damn. Damn. He needs to be first. Corey Turner, Jonathan Gresham. Wow. He's fucking wow. chump. You wow. know what first? He needs to be promoted. <laughs> Damn. To the world so title. Bro. bro. Jesus, Russo over here, buddy. Jesus Christ. Ban- Bury that no-talent hack. Yeah. Bandito is a good wrestler, but he's not a world champion. <laughs> Who's he banging around here? Who did Gresham ever beat? Chump. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you were here first. Uh, I was thinking of Big E still. <laughs> To be honest, Jesus Christ! I was like, he needs to be demoted. God damn, um, that's awesome. But no, he needs to be promoted. Uh, Bandito's good, but he's not really a world champ, and Roosh is pretty much just playing them out the string. So yeah, they need a new fresh face in the world title scene, and he's the one. Him and Brody King, I think, are your next two big faces for the world title. Um, good show. They may not have another, as uh, Ring of Honor continues to be the one company that really has been at the forefront of handling COVID in this country in terms of pro wrestling the most responsible, professional way. Which is interesting considering the company that owns them. Exactly, right? It's weird. They, um, they waited the longest to come back last year. They did the two-week quarantine in hotels for the wrestlers. They did not wrestle in front of a crowd. Um, they paid everybody from in front of the camera and behind the camera the entire time they were off. Yep. Um, just really world class the way they did it. They've had two. Sh- this is the third show with crowd this year. And if they don't, if the COVID situation continues to get worse, which it will, yeah, they are said they're not going to do anymore. They've they still do the TV in front of no t- crowd. I think they were smart. They they knew the lay of the land, and they don't want to do big events without crowd. I will say. As a as a long time RH guy and as someone who just I can't stand when things don't happen. Final battles of WrestleMania. Have it in front of no crowd if you have to. Yeah. Just don't not do it. Cause that's that's how you end the year in Ring of Honor. You do final battle and then boom. Go from there. But we'll see. Uh good show. Again, they they have a good roster. It's gonna get turned over again. It looks like Roosh. Uh, and his family, La Bestia and Dragon Lee, are probably all out at the beginning of the year. Um, that's PCO leaving. I mean, PCO's contract is up. I doubt he'll resign. He says, it sounds like he's yeah, not. So. It's, I mean, they're not really. I mean, they used him as as well as they could. Like what they, else can you give? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and now he's in a fun comedy team with Danhausen, which works. Jesus, but. That's where he should be at this point. Yeah. You're not going to be... I mean, I mean, they gave him a world title In person, run. we watched him do a swanton to the concrete floor yeah. and miss. And I think it's because of shit like that that they gave him like, a Jesus. gold watch world title run. Fuck. That realistically he shouldn't have had. No. But it was like, look, you've killed yourself for this business. Here's, you know, be the world champ for a couple months. Um, yeah. Impact is doing their thing. MLW is coming back with Joseph Fatu versus Hammerstone title for title. And Bobby Fish coming in to be part of the Opera Cup. I like it. How much fish can Bobby Fish fry? Bobby Fish could fry fish. A lot in MLW. Turns out. So, gentlemen, I found the list. We give us the top 10 for the PWI. No, okay. There you go. Number 10. Yep. We had Rich Swan. 
Okay. That's yeah, really high. Really high. He had a really good year. He was world champ. But 10? An impact. I mean, we'll see. Number nine was Shingo Takagi. Uh, Mr. Takagi. I would say he's maybe one or two spots too low, okay. but that's about it. Number eight seems weird. Finn Balor. He had a great he had run. That really good NXT he had a good run. run. Number seven, Will Ospreay. Again, would have been higher if New Japan hadn't and gone he, through shit. Yeah, and he didn't. Uh, number yeah. six, John Moxley. Carried yeah. AEW during the That's pandemic, fair. really. Number five, Kota Ibushi. That's too high. Too high. You know, well, you know. Number four, Drew McIntyre. He's a bit low. Carried for Raw. The first low, to be honest. Yeah, but he carried Raw. Especially because number three is Bobby Lashley. I, I think McIntyre's higher than Lashley, but... <laughs> I'd maybe flip so those flip around. Flip them, yeah. I'd flip Agreed. those around. And then your top two, number two, Roman Reigns, number one, Kenny Omega. How do you guys feel about number one and two? I think they got that right. You think so? Yeah, I do. I like the fact that Omega has come out and he's like, if Roman was one, that'd be good. It, it's yeah. either or. One of us was number one, so in fact, it matter uh, who you, matter whoever you talk to. Abushi, in fact, uh, not Abushi, but Osprey was trying to talk shit to Omega online. And Omega... Like, I don't want to hear it. You were supposed to be the guy after I left that place. And look at that place. It's in shambles. Ouch. He's like, you were supposed to be on the, be right on my hills with the best in the world. Instead, all I, the only true competition I had was a big dog. Boom roasted. <laughs> the, uh, I sort of see the argument from Roman, but I would just say that Kenny Omega was essentially the face of the best company all year. Well, Roman was the best part of a terrible show. That's exactly my thoughts. You know what I mean? I Nothing against Roman. Roman did what he fucking could. Roman was fantastic but. in everything he's done. It didn't matter in the end. But so his Omega Man. Mm-hmm. And hits the hotter brand. And he plus he was champing two other promotions as well. I was like, he had two other fucking belts. Yeah. So I'd say they got it right. I'd definitely say Roman's number two. Omega's number one. Swan at number ten might be a bit high. It's a bit high, right? Um... And Kota Ibushi had a terror. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, he won the G1 and won the world title, but that title ring was shit. And it was short. Uh, it was short. <laughs> I have a question for you guys, and I'm being dead serious about this. So we talk about, I mean, those are all essentially AEW and WWE wrestlers for the most yeah, part. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't Nick Gage be near the top ten? That was basically the only wrestling for like five months that he carried that motherfucking shit. I don't think they see, what, is That's he on there? I'm sure he's in the yeah, I'm sure he is, but I, he probably should be near that it's top 10, right? It's an interesting point, because you're not wrong. He was definitely the focal point of one company that kept going the entire he time. Was the hardest, he was the hottest act last summer. Easily. Yeah. Easily not, the hardest not, act. You're not wrong at all. I just think they're not going to set a precedent by putting a deathmatch wrestler that high up. I still he think was I still 61. Think hmm. 61? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's... I fucking think, rude. I think it's the the mainstream so, wrestling publications have always. So I guess had a my question is, you would know ballpark where it was like Funk and, and Mick Foley in the early nineties, around the same area he was in sixties, sixties. That Foley Foley never got really near the top ten until ninety nine, like the Mankind yeah. like era. Yeah. Funk, I don't think Funk maybe ninety seven because he had the ECW World Title run. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he was never near that. Now, if they'd have had the PWA 500 back in, like, 75, he'd be number one. But Abdullah was never, like, no. towards the top or, like, Sabu or anything like that? No, they've always had a – they've always hesitated giving too much praise to deathmatch guys. Sabu was probably the one that got closest because that was such a force of nature. But 
Yeah, Abby or Brody or... It's just weird, right? Because, I mean, while it's not my thing necessarily, like, you can't deny the fact that he was a giant... I mean, fuck, John Moxley went to that fucking company because Nick Gage mattered. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I mean, he was on AEW this year. Mm-hmm. He's got that dark side of the ring about him. He had Matt Cardona have the best run of his fucking career. Yeah. No, he he should be higher than 60. So the highest Foley ever got... In, uh, in the PWI rankings was in 1992. Nope, 99. I was going to say, 99. Yeah, 99. 99, he got to 19th. Yeah, even then he's 19th. So, I mean. And in 92, he was 29. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then, let me. I'll, Interesting. Let me do the Funkster. Yeah, the. Uh, they always had their biases. What Death did match. Rich Swan do last year? That well, he came. He was Impact World Champion from October until Omega beat him in April. He was the focal point of all. He was he was the focal point of Omega's and complete going in there and and he really. I mean, he had some really good matches. He was at some points during that the only breath of fresh air they really had. And then uh, for the uninitiated, Corey uh, Takagi and Ibushi. What were their years? Shigo Takagi uh, was regularly having the best match of the night in New Japan, mm-hmm. regardless, and finally won the world title this June when Osprey got injured. Um, injured. He should be a little <laughs> higher up, yeah. And then um, Kota Ibushi had a terrible year. Yeah, he won. Yeah, I'm just like Kota Ibushi. I mean, he's a damn good wrestler, and he won the G1, and he won the right to wrestle and wrestle Kingdom for the title, and he won. Mm-hmm. And then through no fault of his own, they had that terrible title reign where they took away the IWGP belt and gave him the IWGP heavyweight title and yeah. redid the, the lineage. And, but then he got hurt and immediately lost it and was gone and almost died, actually, earlier from, from injuries this year. Uh, that five, that baffles me. <laughs> five. Corey, let me ask you something. Yeah. Since we were doing Foley and Funk, I found Funk's. Yeah. What year do you think he's is at his highest? It's got to be 97. For Funk? Yeah. No. What? 1991. Oh, the first year they did it? Yeah. What was he? He was 22. Okay. And then the following year dropped to 98. Yeah. Well, because in the and 90s, Funk didn't really have a full-time schedule. And then you said what year? Or did you say 97? Yeah, 97. Uh, he was 60. Damn. Wow. That's the year he got the ECW world title run. Damn. He was 143 the year before. And went to 60. About 98. We was like, what, 98? 60. Yep. 99, 212. Yeah, because 98. Which changed out Charlie. Changed out Charlie and all that stuff. So, and yeah, then in yeah. 2000, he went 165. Yep. Wait, he went higher in 2000? Yes. XPW. He did a lot of XP. Oh, and, and then WCW stuff. Yep. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, before we, We're about to do the draft, but I got to ask, Corey, did you see the photo of the response to a photo the guy sent to Randy Orton. What the fuck, man? So a guy, Why are you sending your medical questions to Randy fucking Orton? So Wait, what? So a, kid, a guy sent a photo of his daughter getting bit by a snake. His daughter's had, shoulder. Like, like spider, shoulder. It's like, you a know. Spider bite. Sp- or a spider, spider bite. bite. I was like, oh, a spider what? Bite. <laughs> so a guy, a spider bite. Randy beat the shit out of like, snake. Her skin is like, you know, dense and like bubbles yeah, and stuff. Crusty and, and crusty and like Orton responds. Why the fuck are you sending it to me? Take her to goddamn doc. No, he's doc- like, like, what the hell? He's like, what's your opinion on this, man? And he's like, what the hell should I know? Get your poor daughter to a yeah. doctor. The fuck? Dumbass. Yeah, you asked Randy Orton about how to desert the military, not what the fuck can do with spider bites. Ooh, not too soon. <laughs> fucking did it. Yeah. I didn't make him do it. 
Can't believe also, it. Also, I'm pro that. Fuck the military. Yeah. Fate for, hey, hey, you want to kill brown people? Every, for him. Every other job you have, if you don't like it, you quit. Right. Yep. What's the big deal? So, boys, let's draft. I'm Joe, ready. Joe's favorite part of the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to make you like this eventually. No, I love drafting. We're going to draft wrestlers named part. Joe, dog. God damn it. I don't understand why you literally have to put like, minimal effort into it. Oh, I do. And then you guys question my minimal effort. Well, minimal effort isn't like everything's a three, four, or five way. You don't know that. <laughs> well, well, you know. Apparently, Joe's favorite wrestling show of all time, 205 Live. Damn right, dude. You're so, the one, huh? All right. Well, there it is. So, what are we, uh, how are we drafting since all women? Yep. So, uh, so we're gonna do twelve picks, okay. and then you build your card. However, after cool. that, cool. Joe, but you're gonna go first. Oh boy! And then Finally. the database, and then yours truly. Okay. All sneaky like serpentine drafty. And uh, Joe, ready. You are on the motherfucking clock, sir. Oh, thank you. Um, you're taking too long. Corey up next. Who I am going to take a wild card here. Corey and I were talking about this. We have no idea who the fuck your number one pick is. We could not figure out who yeah, the fuck you're going to take. We're scared by your. We're trying to figure out what the fuck's happening. She she is a '90s wrestler. Yep. And I am going to be taking Bull Nakano. Bull Nakano. I wow, did not, did not see have that, that coming. But wow! It leaves, but it leaves my number one cried open. And Damn it! Makes me happy. I, I was trying to see that. was <laughs> good. I told him this. That's a pick. No, that's a great pick. I told him this last week. It's real simple for me. Yeah. Number one pick, Sherry Martell. It's so good, dude. It's so good. I didn't even think of her. Corey said it. I was like. Or you can say it's pretty sensational. Um, It is a sensational pick. I would never say that. (laughs) So. Is she related to uh, Ricky? No, I know. Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ricky Martell. Which uh, there will be a best of Rick Martell in the AWA on the database. Ooh. Oh, what a great bit. I missed that Ricky Martell bit. Oh, Ricky Martell. Such a good bit. I never saw it in person. I was never here for when he was, when he was still oh, doing shit. You missed his knee and cave on a fucking turnbuckle. <laughs> God you damn. Watched, you watched Stevie Ray's one-man vendetta against his comeback <laughs> as he fucking injured him. Twice. Twice, six months apart, ending his career. <laughs> fucking a, and then they slow motion. <laughs> is that why you hate Stevie Ray? Yeah, I was is like, what the fuck are you doing? You ruined my tail. Why would you put him back in the ring with him? Oh, Ricky Martin, and then <sighs> fucking like snapped his fucking knee inside out. It's like, god damn it. So, I'll be honest. I didn't have a, a strong number one pick here because I don't. I don't know how I want to do my card. I just figured it's the queen. Uh, <laughs> no. However, so I think I might just go as random as humanly fucking possible. There it is. Which is why my first pick, Patty Stonegrinder. God damn it. I was going I, I was gonna pick her like with like the twelfth pick, like the last pick. I was gonna uh, <laughs> No sir! You're not Damn you took Patty for me. Corey was like, what? what? Oh, damn, I did not see that pick coming. <laughs> oh, Joe and I, she was going. She was going. She no, was definitely getting drafted. I was going to lay it around this bitch, but, you know, it's fine. It's my bad. It's the pick, baby. Yeah, God damn it. Hey, I, paid off. I, hey, I paid off that Toroyano pick. Yeah, you did. I paid that bitch off. So, moving you up again. I am. Uh, how could, weird should we go? could possibly be his number two pick? Uh, well, it's funny you say that. Oh, God. I'm gonna go. Izzy McQueen, baby! Oh my god. <laughs> Good God almighty. My goal is to have the worst card in the history of wrestling. So you're, you're going, going you're going opposite. Got it. Okay. Yep. 
Leave it on the topics for you, gentlemen. Thank you. Well, this will be hard. Yeah. Uh, Corey, I believe you're up next. Oh, with my second pick. Yeah. I pick Trish Stratus. She was uh, no, high on my list. She wasn't on your has, list. Has her status been boosted since last week's Raw? Yes. <laughs> it's time to rock and roll. Uh, this time I'm in control. Please. Oh. oh. Please, please make control. Yeah, finger, please. I'll finger point you. Well, um, figure something. Uh, I will take... <laughs> You know, I'll just take. I'll just take someone current and be D M D. I mean, that's a good pick. You are not wrong. This is a good pick. He's yeah. a good pick. And now again, Jobin. Ah, shoot. Uh, this was uh, this was a good pick. Yeah. Uh, who should I take? Nikita uh, can be a feminine name too. I might get Nikita Koloff. <laughs> uh, Slipper pick. <laughs> oh, she's I a pick a La Femme Nikita Koloff hey, huh? hey Jerry's a female name Jerry Lawler <laughs> Yeah It's funny how this works You know what I have my match I just saw That I want to do mm-hmm. And I'm taking Beth Phoenix Oh there you go Yep, yep, Mask, yep. Masked or not <laughs> Well You know Corey starts pick This is a personal pick Oh Okay. I'm taking the goddess. Yep. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. I honestly wasn't going to pick her. I was just like, nah, I got to leave her for yeah. I can't. I can't do that to Corey. Well, you already stole Patty Stone Grinder from me, so. <laughs> you goddamn right I did. <laughs> damn you. Which is why. <laughs> damn you, Patty! My next pick will be Awesome Kong. Okay. There you go. There, there you, go. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not all weird. Now we'll get reared in that three, two, one. Followed up by uh, Shia herself, God. Danica Delarouge, baby. Damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> My God. I the producer going to throw something at me. Shia! I'm going down to Mobile, Alabama. Uh-oh. And I'm taking Molly Holly. God damn it. I was so proud when I thought of her. I couldn't decide between Molly Holly and Mona. Which gimmick? Molly Holly but for I sure. Molly Holly. Molly Holly for sure. Uh, hang on, the producer just texted you know me. What? I have a, incoming text. With the exception of Sherry, I have a very blonde roster so far. I thought about just doing all blondes. Thank you. I considered it shortly. Oh, you're getting help, Are you huh? getting picks? She's getting help. What's this household cheating shit? What well, the hell is the ha- this? As the household. God damn it. We're taking someone else from Defy. Damn you. I hate you so much. You're doing it. Nicole yep. Matthews. God damn it. Oh, damn. The producer called it in. Oh, she was. She was the third name I wrote down. I heard she had a good match this weekend. And new? Yeah. I want to see that. Uh, if it's she to be is like. retweeting the fuck out of Defy stuff. You can tell she wants to be there. Oh, we want her there. Yep. And they want us here there, too. Uh, the producer yeah. just tweeted out, like, I want to go, but, you know, protocols. And they just responded with, like, we have a strict protocol. Uh, you have to show po- your, your test and then negative test and uh, strict man- uh, mask mandate and stuff. And she's like, that's cool that they're seeing us. Uh, who should I take? So I took... I'll take... Um, I think I took her in my first draft. I'll take her again. Thunder Rosa. That's Thunder a good pick. Rosa. I should have thought of her. I, you said Defy. And I got another name in mind. Uh oh. 
I'm taking one of my favorites that you guys are just about to see. I don't know if you've seen her too often, but uh, I'm taking me some Killer Kelly. Ah, oh, damn it. That was good. That's a good pick. Killer Kelly? Yep. What yep. the hell? Oh, he, he's actually Kelly Kelly. That's what he's got saying. It. Yeah. Kelly Kelly. Got, got it. it. Oh. She's going to teach the rest of them how to okay. run the ropes. So that's four unique picks I've had so far. Let's let's turn it up just a, just a notch. Banging it, banging, banging it, it, banging it, it banging it, it. Just a da, notch. Da, 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 da. <laughs> He's gonna pick Fat Tammy and dresser as Rikishi. Well, why selling gimmicks, bro? <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why you say picks? No, Corey. First, Santina. I will be taking Victoria. Oh, that's a good that's good. one. Good one. And then for my next pick. I will be taking. All the things she said, all the things she said, running through my yeah. Oh, yeah. I am going to take AJ Lee. Turn it up. Banging it. Nope. Yep. Oh, Skippy. Skippy yourself. Well, I mean, I can't believe neither one of you have so far, so I'm going to do it just Charlotte? On, Charlotte? I'm going to do it just on principle. Charlotte? Lita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That has been. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> if Let's I, go. Oh, it's Christian. Yeah. If you want, if you I, can, I, I can sing it again if you want down the line. Yeah. Just, right, well, next week when I do my card, I'm just okay. gonna say, Joe, it's, it's up to you, and you're gonna. Be, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm gonna take her. I'm gonna take uh, China. China. Don't treat me like a woman. Just treat me like you know, man. Just treat me like a. <laughs> 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 That's how they all go, I think. Yeah, right? More or less. <laughs> uh. Then I think the cats are being like killed out here. You know what? I mean, just add on to my beefiness. I'm taking Jackie. I mean. That's the upper chest beefiness. <laughs> I got mm-hmm. an ideal. I, I, I think Hurt. I think Hurtie music when I went like ah too. Somebody come get the ass kicked. Somebody <laughs> the, the wigs beat him up. Beat him up. Breaking back. Well, well, well. No, I'm not picking him. <laughs> it's the big Here slow. Go. I'm gonna go with the six foot stunner, Rebel Kell. With a rebel yell. I was gonna take her next. God damn it. Well, sorry, maybe, sorry, he, Devin. Sorry, he, Devin. I was gonna do it. Maybe if you didn't take Patty Stone Grinder. <laughs> You know it's a great pick, Joe. I don't hear about that shit. I'm so pissed about it, so don't worry about it. I'm only halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Corey. Yeah. Uh oh. I'm gonna take. Oh God. The best smelling woman in wrestling. I'm taking Angelina Love. That's a good pick. Just, just for the smell alone. <laughs> I was at the other fucking door. Yep. And she was the best smelling woman there. I was like, God damn. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I need. I need a That's some really good talent still on the board. There is. <laughs> is Patty like... Stonegrinder, everybody. And yeah, no, I took her. By the way, there's a lot of love going on Twitter right now for Biggie. A lot of I mean, love. I mean, he's put his time in and he's a very popular guy. Yeah, mm. good for him. So I already took Victoria. So let's take another one of Corey's favorites. Let's take Dakota Kai. Ooh. Ooh, I was I was I was saving her for like the seventh or eighth round. Yeah, now I'm and fucking you over. Yeah, yeah I know. now I'm fucking you over. 
Well, you fucked me already with a guys, dog rider. You guys are making this super simple for me, so. Or you got Charlotte. It's fine. No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte. Charlotte. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Duh. 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 Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. I don't know if you had done your second or not. I did. No. Uh, well, I'm going to pick the person who online, a lot of people want to wear her ass as a feed bag. <laughs> Bailey. I feed. Just the best ass in the game. <laughs> yeah. So. Imagine she came back wearing just trunks. Dear Penthouse. <laughs> yeah, that'd be preferable. And then uh, Castellanos goes yard. <laughs> yeah, and then Castellanos goes deep to left. <laughs> I want Pat McAfee to drop that somewhere in the show. <laughs> like that. Big, Biggie's on top of the rope said Castellanos just hit a long fly to deep left field. And I think he would. It'd he, be so great. He probably would. I mean, he dropped the cock on SummerSlam. I mean, he dropped on the 9 11 uh, special a bunch of holes of asses. Yeah. Jesus. McAfee's the best. Uh, Jump on your next two picks. I didn't know what I was going for, but you guys are being so weird that I'm going to have like the work rate show. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, that's not what I was. Hey, buddy, that's cool. You're going to tune into my show, though, because my show is a fucking train wreck. If it's all of them in a naked uh, swimming pool battle royal. Well, I mean, I can't book that now. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Nobody is ready for hers. I'm taking Asuka. That's fine. Um, Never considered her. I was kind of hoping you would pick Oscar. Didn't even write her, her down. And have her kill Donna Delarouche. No, just for Joe. I was just for Jeff. I was going to have her squashed in thirty seconds. I still might. <laughs> so by Danica Delarouche. By Danica Delarouche. Choke slam through a table. Um, who should I take? Who should I take for my hoss fight? Mm, I did thunder. I did. Uh, she's a man. Um, Joe loves Haas <laughs> fights so much He's booking one in his all women's show He's <laughs> like is there a female Bradshaw <laughs> uh, Yeah I'm awesome gonna... cog on it Tucker <laughs> uh, Oh my goodness uh, Where was her Where's her name again You know uh, I'm gonna take Rhea Yep yep yep, yeah, yep. Rio. <laughs> he picked Rio. Like, Rio. We took Kelly Kelly So that's yeah. fine uh, Corey, you're up. Uh, Market uh, Charlotte, he is taking. I wrote down. Thank you. I mean, no, but it's right there, and I'd be an idiot to let it hang any longer. I pick the man. Becky. Becky Lynch. Charlotte, I got it. Nikki you Saw, know, I got it. Okay. I will not be picking Charlotte <laughs> Beatty. <laughs> Nikki Saw. Which you cowards uh, is going to pick Miss Shitstain herself, Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> I was that close. I was that close. <laughs> My next pick, Tessa Blanchard. There it is. <laughs> Forgot about her. I honestly, I was gonna pick her. Then I'm like, someone's gonna make a shit joke, so I'm gonna pass. And then yeah, I'll be taking Tessa Blanchard. If it's not, if it, if your main event is not Tessa versus Stone Grinder, <laughs> what's wrong with you, you coward? Hmm. Fucking coward. Even trying. Yeah. <laughs> I think my next pick. I'm gonna go a little old school. Yeah. Patty Stone Grinders. I'm gonna go <laughs> Alundra Blaze. That's a good pick. Medusa or, or Medusa. Alundra Blaze? Alundra Blaze. All right. Not Mad USA, former cruiserweight no. champion. So can we take a Medusa? No. Okay. <laughs> You're up, Corey. I mean, fucking hell. Um, How many more do we got? I have uh, nine. So I have three more picks. Yeah, I three more. You guys so, have three more picks. Three more. Okay. Um, three. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the hot. Hand at the moment, Ruby Soho. 
Damn it. So, Ruby, 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 Ruby. So. Maybe if the producer uh, can hear my cries for help, she might send me a help, a helping hand. Well, you have uh, 10 seconds, though. No bullshit, we do. There's like uh, a I'll write down mi- Charlotte. There's like a million women still. Right? Oh, I know. I'll write down Charlotte. How <laughs> fucking dare you. He wants Charlotte. <laughs> Mark it. Ashley no. Fleer. Uh, I will take uh, Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Second best ass in the game. <laughs> Who'd you take, Corey? I took... Uh, Ruby so Ruby, yeah, okay. I'm trying to keep track myself. Uh, Joe took Tony. 11th pick for Jobin. 11th pick, okay. Uh, Joe needs to look at the list. Should I take Charlotte? I'm not taking... Sh- None of us taking Charlotte. Like the third draft in a row. <laughs> Charlotte Flair. You taking Charlotte? I'm taking Flair. All right, thank fucking Christ. Mark it down for Corey. Kelly Kelly. All right, Corey, Charlotte is off the, the board. board. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll you can take the Sasha. Now I'll go with another Kelly Kelly personal pick. Hello. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Good God. All right. My final two picks. I got some options here. I will be taking the late great Daphne. Pick. Nice. That's a good pick. Nice right pick. That's a good pick. And then to finish it out, I will be taking May Young. Mula. Maurice. Ooh. Uh hmm, let's see here. Corey's final pick. Hmm. You know, I don't have any impact. TNA alumni. I'll go with Gail Kim. I'm just going to have to remind myself Ooh. not to book any Battle Royals. That is a very, very good pick. Jobin. No Battle Royals. Last pick of the draft goes to you, sir. Uh, fact, Tammy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God. I, I, already, I, I already have her match in mind. Damn it. And it's a one-man match, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> she booted. <sighs> all right, trying to recap. <laughs> Jobin. <coughs> Can't wait to hear this all in once. <laughs> he took Bull Nakano, Britt Baker, Beth Phoenix, Nicole Matthews, Thunder Rosa, China, Jackie, Asuka, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, Charlotte, and Fat Tammy. <laughs> it's actually a really good yeah. roster in total. Fat That's Tammy. a really good fucking roster. really good. I have a plan for Fat Tammy. Don't worry about it. Is it Jenny Craig? <laughs> Every Jenny Craig on the pole. Who don't run? I don't know yet. Corey, you took sensational Sherry Martell, Trish Stratus, Alexa Bliss, Molly Holly, Killer Kelly, Lita, Rebel Kel, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Ruby Soho, Liv Morgan, and Gail Kim. It's a good roster. That's a good roster. That's some high fuck work right there. Yeah. Yes. I will. Then last. yours. I will last. <laughs> Patty Stonegrinder, <laughs> Izzy McQueen, because Awesome Kong, Danica Delarouche, Victoria and AJ Lee, Angelina Love, Dakota Kai, Tessa Blanchard, Alundra Blaze, Daphne, and Maurice. Yours is the weirdest draft in the world. 
Because, like, most drafts start strong and taper end. Yours starts weak as fuck and gets stronger as it goes. <laughs> Can I tell you, I have uh, six women I have written down so that weren't more picked. Here's the, I had Bianca, Sasha, Shayna Baszler, Chris Statlander, Tori from WCW. There it is. And woman. Like I considered Statlander and forgot about the rest. I was jokingly thinking of like Miss Hancock just for her to come ow, down, for, ow, ow, ow. come out and write something down. Yep, that's about it. Ow, ow, ow. So there's our draft. Next week we'll have a, a card. I ow, will ow, ow. somehow have a card. I think I got my. I got, gonna be fucking work rate. <laughs> I got my arena. I think planned. So mine's gonna yeah. be a shimmer. Somehow you have to come up with the main event. Mine's gonna be a shimmer card. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, uh, I have a main event. Ooh. Ooh. In fact, I'll uh, let you go to the main event now. Ooh. Sherry Martell and Trish Stratus. There it is. Uh, Fat Tammy versus I don't know yet, but she's in the main event. For <laughs> that's the main event. Yep. <laughs> no one's gonna show up to that. You know where? Oh, they will. You haven't it at the Cleaver Armory in fucking Portland? No, I have it somewhere else. Shoutify, we love you, but come on. <laughs> so let's uh, wrap this show up. Um, Being Vancouver, we got a. Uh, so what are we drafting in two weeks? States, right? Uh, we'll decide on that later. We'll figure okay. it out. We'll figure it out. So uh, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all of the lovely podcasts, all over the blogs, and uh, photos that Corey drew with his penis. Only of you. Only, yep. And uh, like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever your penises are. You listen to our podcast.